0: I am going to set some elders in place today, and um, we're going to do a little bit of a a foot washing ceremony thing, and if you've never seen that, um, it may be new to you, but um, it's okay, you can just relax in it. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about eldership before we do that, I'm not going to take a long time today, but eldership is is a position of great responsibility, because basically you're getting set apart to be a servant. And to do to serve who? All these people. <clears throat> See, and, and it's accepting the responsibility of serving more people in the body. Acts 14.23 says, So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed and fasted, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. See, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in the church with prayer and fasting and committed them to the Lord in whom they would put their trust. Now, it's been a long time coming for this. I've, I've prayed for months about this. Um, and so this is something that I have committed to fasting and praying and, and, and even appoint, and who I'm appointing. There's been a lot of prayer has gone into this. I've spent a lot of time with this. Um, I've attempted several times to say, you know what, I think now is the time and been stopped for whatever reason. And I just try to obey God and be sensitive to Him. But I know now is the appointed time. To do this, see, I want to make everybody understand absolutely how things are. Jesus is the head of the church, period. Elders are not your God. Elders are not the head of the church. Elders are not your, they're not, listen, elders are not coming to your house to peek in your window to find out all the bad, evil things you're doing. That's not what an elder is supposed to be doing. They are supposed to come alongside, help, support, you, pray for you, maybe give you some wisdom, maybe give you some guidance. You know, there's something that the Lord showed me, you know, I can direct people, and I can even necessarily, if you want to use this word, correct people. But who really does the correcting? You do. If I'm a navigator, I can tell the pilot, hey, pilot, you're getting off course, you're going this direction, but the pilot's got to make the correction. So we, as the church, me as the pastor and the elders, we're just to try to help come alongside, support you and, and pray for you and, and give you biblical wisdom and maybe some guidance. Not to be your Lord. Not to be your Savior. Elders are not attack dogs. They're shepherds. Or they're sheep. And if you've ever watched a sheep dog, what they do is they protect the flock. And somebody gets going out and they, they come, kind of come around and circle them and kind of help. Why do we need elders? First of all, it's biblical. Second of all, I cannot meet the needs of everybody. I can't. And this is very vivid. Just a few weeks ago, I had three different people in three different hospitals in three different towns. I can't get to all of them, as much as my heart wants to. And at that same time, I had two or three different phone calls and things I had to deal with. I cannot reach everybody. And I don't want anybody going without. So, therefore... It's impossible to read and meet and reach, need, ha, reach and meet all the needs of all the people. And in order for this church to grow, this is a necessary step. So what are some of the qualifications? 1 Timothy 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 1. This is a faithful saying. If a man desires a position of a bishop, bishop overseer, he desires a good work. A bishop must be blameless, a husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, quarrelsome, and not covetous. One who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule in his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest he be puffed up with pride and fall into the same condemnation as the devil." Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach in the snare of the devil. There's some qualifications here. But let me tell you something. Elders are still people, and they are not perfect. They have not been perfect, they are not perfect, and they probably will not be perfect. But they sure strive to be godly and obedient to what God has for them and what God wants to do. And I want to tell you this, not one of these people that we are appointing today ever approached me saying, this is what I need to be, this is what I am. Not one of them. No, I prayed. I fasted. I approached them and said, would you consider, would you prayerfully consider? Then they checked with the Lord and said, okay, this is a witness to me. So it wasn't that they were striving for anything other than they were just minding their own business serving God. And that's kind of the, the way it worked even for me. I didn't decide one day I was going to come and pastor Sue Christian Fellowship. My wife and I were minding our own business, doing our own thing, focused on, as a matter of fact, the first church that, that, that God called us to in Cedarville. We were minding our own business, walking through Walmart and got a phone call, hey, would you be interested in no, not really. Because I this I made this statement. I will never be a pastor. Do not ever speak in absolutes. And it says in First Peter five, what are the elders' func- what's the function? Elders help oversee the flock. They're an extension of, 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 of what I'm doing here. The pastoring part is an extension. 1 Peter 5, to the elders among you, I appeal you as a fellow elder, as a witness of Christ's suffering, as one who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that's under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you're willing, as God wants you to be. Not greedy for money, but eager to serve. And I want to emphasize, emphasize that word serve, 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 serve. It's all about having a servant's heart anyway. Not lording it over those and trusting you. You, as I point out, you are not these people's God any more than I am their God. Ultimately, they will stand before God and make an account for their lives. I am accountable for what I do, and I'm accountable for this flock and doing what I do, and I do the very best I can in that with some mistakes. Yeah, probably. They're not trying to be your Lord, they're trying to be your helper. Don't beat up the help. See, none of these couples are striving for a position. They didn't seek it. They're they're willing to serve. And here's the thing. I I liken it to this. Yes, they're going to be held to a little bit higher standard and they're accountable. And, And I will hold them accountable. But... Just because you may not hear them being held accountable out here doesn't mean they're not being held accountable back there. See, what are the elders going to do? In James 5.14, Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will make them well. They're going to pray for you when you have needs. You can call them when you have a need. And if it's an issue that they think that the pastor needs to be involved in, they'll let me know, or you can let me know. It's not that I'm gonna stop pastoring this church. But in order to grow, if we grow by a hundred people and I can't reach all the people, guess what happens? The growth stops. And that's not what we want. They're here to serve the people. Not to get into your business. Because I'm going to tell you what, they don't want to know your business. They will help you when you call them for help. They've got lives of their own too. Also, what are they going to do? They're going to exhort you. They're going to challenge and encourage the church and you. They'll give, they're going to give counsel. They'll give advice. Biblical, godly advice. The best they can. And try to guide or direct according to God's Word. There may be admonishment with a loving, gentle heart. They may give warnings or or say, "Hey, be careful of this." I mean, I think about the shepherds um, and their sheep dog. And when there's bad things going on, the sheep they are the shepherd. The I can't talk today. The uh, the sheep start barking, warning, warning, warning. The and they're 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 going to help. And also, it says able to preach or teach, it doesn't mean that because they're an elder, they're going to stand behind this desk and teach. They're able to and they may. It doesn't mean they will. That's all going to be directed by God. Now I want to say this, in 1 Timothy 5.17, the elders who direct the affairs of the church, well, are worthy of double honor, especially those who work Is preaching and teaching, in addition to ruling elders, also have responsibility. That word honor means to respect their value. And again, do not worship them. Do not worship me. I am a man that will fail you. These are men and women that will fail you if you're looking at them. They want to come alongside and help you again. All of us are going to go to a restaurant at some point again in our lives. Don't beat up the waitress that's trying to serve you. Don't beat up the elders that are just trying to help. And if you think that you're going to run to the elders and cause division here, you're absolutely incorrect. That will not happen here. Yeah, but what if, what if? No, I know these people. I know these men and women. And we're one. Our hearts are the same. We just want to see God move in this place. And I just believe that God's going to. And so, as we do this today, again, double honor. That doesn't mean when they're put in this position that all of a sudden you're worshiping them and they're, ooh, no. If you understand servanthood, Jesus, who was the greatest of all, became the servant of everybody. So all eldership is, is a greater opportunity to serve more people. Boy, is that exciting. So again, just, I'm not saying, and, and here's the thing. We're going to do have a little foot washing thing here and, and really it's symbolic of these elders are going to wash some people in this congregation feet. And what is that symbolic of? Their servanthood. And you receiving them. So as they do the washing, that's, the statement is, we are here to serve you. The congregation is, hey, we will receive that. But let me tell you something. If... If if you've got something that, well, I don't don't like Jamie, or I don't like this, or I don't like this, or I don't like Pastor, so I'm going to go, fine, go to whoever you think you can receive from. But be very careful of your words because they can cause damage. And I'm not saying you can't ask questions, but these elders are here to serve. I can't emphasize that enough. Serve and serve and serve. Now, I've been involved in churches over the years. and Some went really well and some went sideways. But you know, in all of that time, my focus was always on Jesus. Even when things fall apart, in, in man's way, I keep my focus on Jesus and Jesus always worked it out every time. And so, I know by the Holy Spirit that this is the time, and these are the people. And so I'm going to bring them up, and I'm going to pray over them. I'm going to anoint them with oil. I'm going to lay hands on them. And then we're going to do this. I've asked some people to come. And, and, and you know, it's funny, because when you do a foot washing ceremony, the people that wash in the feet, it's really not that big a deal. It really takes more humility to have your feet washed. It really does. Because some people are really funny about touching their feet, man. And I get it. I'm not, I'm not you know... Um, but it is it is a humbling thing and the thing of it is is that again this isn't a political thing this is a biblical thing this is a godly thing I want people touched and I know that I can't reach them all and I don't have all the answers all the time and I can't be everywhere at once and I want people touched and I just know that this is the opportunity and this is the time for God to do these things so that we can grow and so I just believe that, that now is the hour and so, again, my, th- this word, worthy of double honor, I-, I really like the word value. Just value them. Just appreciate them for just being servants. Not because they're something. Because not one of these people are interested in a position or a title. And if you ask them, they're like, I don't want a position, I don't want a title. And there's not going to be anything new, really, out of the ordinary, out of their character, that they're all of a sudden going to become this thing. They're just going to go back to the same seats that they were in before this and they're just going to keep doing what they're doing and if, if you need some help, call them, they'll, they'll help you. But I can't emphasize this enough. Don't beat up the help. I mean, you know, you beat up that poor waitress because she brings you your food. Next time you come to the table, she's, uh, somebody else take that table. So I want to bring up Gary and Carol Jamie and Anna and Tom and Sue, you guys come on up and just stand before the people and face the people. Davine, come on up with me. Huh? Yep, that's fine right there. And we're just going to anoint them with oil and just agree with me. Because let me tell you something the minute anytime anybody steps out to do anything for the Lord, the enemy's going to be right there. He's going to be right there to try to bring distraction discouragement, division, all these things. I know how the enemy works. We've got to determine we're not going to allow that to happen. Some of you have been through some of that stuff. It isn't fun, and it isn't pretty, and it's hurtful and it's harmful for a long time. I've been there a couple different times. It's hard. And so we've just got to determine, no, we're not going to allow that. So just join me as we go ahead Again, go ahead, you guys, feel free. Um, what we're doing is, is these elders now is symbolic of serving the people. They're going to wash their feet. The people here, this is symbolic of them receiving these elders as overseers. And you notice I've got couples. Now, as I point the man, as the Bible says, you know, call these men, so we appointed men, but let me tell you what, their wives are part of it. They're part of it because it doesn't matter what the man's calling is. His woman is a part of it. And that anointing goes right along. And they've got to support and they've got to help. And, and also, um, if women have an issue, they can seek these women out because I'm not real big on men-women ministry. You know? If I ever minister to a woman, it's with my wife or my wife does. I will not. And our elders are the same. That's the golden rule. Um. Because then there can't be an accusation brought. So you guys go ahead, feel free to start whenever you want to. Let's just, uh, give me, hey, uh, can you give me a little bit of music back there, please? Praise God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, as these elders wash the feet of these people, Lord, we thank you that servants' hearts, even more of a servant's heart, Lord, We'll just that you would just put that anointing upon them just to be servants, to come alongside these people to help them. I want you to know, probably not this week, but next week, once I talk to them about numbers, where you can contact them, what phone number they want to use, I will give you those. I want you to understand, just because you call them on Monday morning, they may not be able to get there right away Monday morning, but they'll pray with you and if they can set up an appointment and those types of things, they will. Oh, we thank You, Jesus. Let's just... Go ahead. You can turn it up. Just worship God. Oh, we thank You, Jesus.